to be honest, just well read. Monday's child is fair of face. Tuesday's child is full of grace. Wednesday's child is full of woe. Thursday's child has far to go. Friday's child is loving and giving. Saturday's child works hard for a living. But the child who is born on the Sabbath day is bonny, blithe, good and gay. Different meaning in those days. My mum taught me that rhyme. Maybe many of your mums did as well. Do you remember what day you were born? Some yeses, some noes. Tuesday, Grace. Let's start at Monday. Let's start at Monday. Who was born on a Monday? Oh, fair of face. Let's check. <laughs> Just checking. Tuesday. Some Grace. Wednesday. <gasps> Isn't this interesting? Ooh. No woe. Thursday. No Thursday. Nobody was far to go. Friday, loving and giving. Saturday, work hard for a living. Satu Sunday, whoa, bonny, blithe, good and gay. Welcome Sunday. Doesn't it feel special to be singled out as so special? Blessed, you might say. Forget those Wednesday people. They can have their woe. We're blessed. Well, that's one way of fortune telling, depending on some circumstances. Don't think it's terribly scientific. I'm reminded of it at this time of year as we enter the new Chinese and Japanese zodiac, which we'll mention briefly later. And I think, hmm, are the monkeys true? Possibly, actually. But anyway, um, Luke takes a different take in our reading today. Forget Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Luke gives it us straight between the eyes. Woe to you if you're rich, happy, popular. Blessings to you, things, good things will be happen to you, happen to you if you are poor, Hungry, sad, marginalized. Bam! Sermon over. Talk among yourselves for 15 minutes. Oh, maybe not. Okay. You need me to give you something else, don't you? I can tell from the looks on your faces you're not satisfied. So let's unpack that a bit. Let's give some context to this reading because it starts rather suddenly. They came down, I think it said at the start of the reading. Where had they been? They'd been up a mountain. Jesus had been praying for guidance about which should be, who should be the twelve. And he'd made that choice. And down they came together onto a flat place, a plain. When they'd gone up the mountain, it had been empty. But they came down and word had got around and there were a bunch of people there wanting something. What did they want? They wanted to be healed. They wanted to have demons cast out. Who knows what that means? 
Maybe they wanted to be rich, popular, comfortable. Standing on this level plane, Jesus healed, but he also gave them a message right between the eyes. Blessed are you if you are poor, hungry, sad, expendable. Woe to you if you're rich, happy, popular. Yes, that's a fabulous good news of Jesus' kingdom. A world turned upside down, an economy that sounds ludicrous, particularly to our ears trained to neoliberalism over the last 20, 30 years. And it would have sounded ridiculous to the people of the day for whom there was a strict social hierarchy and which poverty and disease often resulted from being bad or doing bad things, it was said. A reordering of priorities and privilege that the church has wrestled with for the last hundreds, thousands of years. Because it's hard listening for us sitting here in this nice suburb of Wellington. What are we privileged people to make of, of this stinging reading? Because no matter what our circumstances, here in New Zealand we're privileged in world terms, right, aren't we? There are some people who are not as privileged as others. There are some people who are left behind, and that's not, that's not right. But in world terms, we are a privileged nation. So what are we to make of this? Ignore it? Hope it will go away? Negotiate with it? To try to make it a bit more palatable? Turn the page of the Bible backwards. Go to Matthew. He's got a more palatable version. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Oh, sorry. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. But Luke's not giving us any of that ground. Luke's a straight shooter. Sounds like a western. Luke's a straight shooter. So how am I, a rich, full, happy person? How am I going to wrestle with this reading, with this gospel of good news? This gospel we know isn't up high on the mountains. It's not a sermon on the mount. This is a sermon in a level place. Down low, on the plain with straight shooting Luke. So how are we to receive, reflect on, sit with this reading? Well, we can start by admitting that Jesus is right. I'll admit, on a day-to-day -to -day because I'm rich in world terms. I'm comfortable. My life's easy. I don't need to be aware or, or to be praying or to be asking or to be seeking God's guidance about where my next meal's coming from or whether I'm going to be healthy and well. I have enough to eat. I have my health. I have a comfortable house. I usually have access to a nice social circle and, and things to do, places to go, intellectual freedom. That's not to say my life, our lives are always easy. We encounter difficulties, ill health, loss of job, loss of friends, loss of family, pandemic. Not always easy, but on the whole, I have an easy life. And it's almost as if Jesus is saying to me, that I have something to learn 
about people who have much less than I do. The sorts of people that we collect in our food baskets for and take our gifts for. The people at DCM and the City Mission. The people who don't even make it there. The people who have life problems, don't live in a comfortable house. But we have something to learn. But I must humbly admit that I have something to learn from people who society thinks I'm superior to. I mustn't let society dictate my view of people, is what Jesus is saying. These people that society thinks are down here, in God's topsy-turvy view of the world, are up here. Is it comfortable that in the woes column? You bet your life it's not. It's not comfortable at all, and that's the point. We should never be comfortable. If we're comfortable, we've stopped listening to God. There should always be a niggle in our minds that says, what about? What about? What about the people who don't have enough? What about the people who are sick? What about the people in broken lives? Might a willingness to sit with that knowledge and that niggle this week make a positive difference in our lives? Well, yes, it would. In a beautiful reflection on Jesus' kingdom by... Frederick Buchner. Buchner writes, The world says, mind your own business. Jesus says, there is no such thing as your own business. Just your own business. The world says, follow the wisest course and you will be successful and happy. The prosperity gospel, if you like. Jesus says, follow me and lose yourself. The world says, law and order. Jesus says, love. The world says, get. Jesus says, give. By those standards, by the world's standards, Jesus is mad as a snake. Absolutely bonkers, and so are we. Being mad as a snake is our Tudanga Waiwai our home zone, on this plane where we stand with both feet, turning the world's order on its head, is our home zone, our Turanga Waiwai. So this week, let's let that niggle bite. Let's sit with this reading and hear Jesus' call to get our priorities right. Allow that to deepen our faith and our understanding of ourselves and God. To recognize that God's with us in bad times as well as good. And let's pray. God who gives and takes away. God who offers comfort as well as challenge. Give us grace to sit with our woes. To know the place that we stand and so to learn the true meaning of blessing. Amen.